And we're back again with another episode of Coos and Quinn. This is our second episode. We are recording it on September 12th, 2018. And we'll get right into it with the pregame interview. Our first topic for today, Aaron Rodgers comes back from being carted off the field to lead a game-winning victory. What were your thoughts on that? Um, a legendary good performance, although I will say that I think the reaction for him is always exaggerated and overrated. He's a top 10 quarter. He put, okay, I will say this in my hierarchy of quarterbacks, he moved himself into 10th with that performance. It was absolutely incredible. And I told you this, his second touchdown pass to the back right corner of the end zone is one of the nicest throws I've ever seen in my life. Top five. But people go nuts whenever he does anything. I, I, I don't understand it. When Peyton did it and when Tom does it, the reaction just didn't seem to be the same. I disagree with you with that last point that you said. If Brady had done this, everyone would be like, oh, GOAT status, he's the GOAT, like, greatest of all time, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was still very impressive, and if any quarterback did this, he'd be getting the same amount of hype. I do think that uh, it was huge by Aaron Rodgers. He had stones, and like I said on the last uh, podcast, I think it could lead to him winning the MVP. The next topic on the pregame interview is the Max Pacioretty trade. Do you think the Montreal Canadiens made a mistake by trading him? Um, no, I think the relationship would become toxic. It was definitely time for him to leave. They did what I wish our Senators would do in doing it before players report on Thursday and getting him out of there. I think great deal for both teams. Montreal got a pick, a prospect at center. They desperately need centers, and they got a player. And for Vegas, he signed the four-year extension right away, which is huge, so he's going to be there. I think he's going to be able to contribute very well in Vegas, and I think he's what they need to maybe close the deal and win the Cup next year. I think it was a good trade as well. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights got a player that's ready now, which is, it looks like they're trying to win now, which is good. Montreal Canadiens look like they're going through a rebuild, and again, this young guy, Suzuki, has a lot of talent, but I'm starting to think, how does this GM, Mark Bergevin, still have a job? He's been trading away all their superstars. They haven't made the playoffs very often. They haven't had a deep playoff run. I think they need to change. Big news in the tennis world with Serena Williams and her final game. She lost a game, got taken off of uh, for misconduct. How do you? What do you think about the situation? Um. She acted in a way that was definitely unprofessional. And I don't think that we've seen... Well, tennis players are notorious for having fits, but not to that extent. And, I mean, I think it was definitely worthy of the penalty that she got. And then it created a large controversy with the comic after and all that. Um, I don't really have an opinion on that. I think that both sides have valid arguments, but, I, I mean, I do think she acted unprofessionally. I respect both sides of the the conflict. I really respect Serena Williams standing up for uh, like women's equality in sports, and I think that's a good point, but I don't think she did it in the right situation. I respect the umpire for standing with his judgment because she was slamming her racket around, like yelling at the official, which you can't do. And there were some things that she brought into the argument that really didn't seem necessary but I still respect the argument that she was giving I just think that in a different situation it would be a lot more powerful (laughs) 
Khalil Mack just got traded to the Chicago Bears. Was this one of the best trade debuts ever? The best I've ever seen. That What he did in that football game was absolutely incredible. And I, I said when he got traded that I thought they went from a top 10 defense to a top 6, 7. I think they're top 5. They have an excellent defense. And Khalil Mack was absolutely incredible. He just wreaked havoc on that offensive line for the entire first half. And I think he was worth everything they gave up. The extension was brilliant, and the Raiders made a huge mistake because they looked like garbage. I saw a quote by John Gruden at the end of the game saying that they lacked a pass rush. I wonder what could have helped in there. But at the same time, he didn't want to be in Oakland. Good for the Bears for going out and getting him. And he was dominant. He, he made that game exciting for the first half. But to be fair, it was all on Deshaun Kaiser. I don't think that makes a big difference, but that's what some people will say. Our last topic of the pregame interview goes to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And the Toronto Blue Jays are not bringing him up. What do you think? Uh, I think it's a decision that they're making for reasons beyond... Um, what should be the sole motivating factor of putting the best players on the field. He's clearly ready for the pros. He's been hitting very well in the Myers this year. We watched him hit a walk-off home run in the ninth inning in Montreal that, and during the preseason. That was one of the best sports moments I've ever seen. And I really think that he could be the savior for this struggling Toronto Blue Jays franchise. But you're right, it was a business move. And as much as I would love to see him play, it was a very smart business move because what it means is we get to keep him for an extra year on his contract, yeah, on they, his rookie contract. They didn't abuse his rookie deal. They didn't get into that. So from that perspective, it's good. I would like to have seen him up. I don't think being there has done anything for his development because I think he's ready. But yeah, I'm excited to watch him next year once he's actually a Blue Jay. I can't wait to see him hit dingers all of next year. For this week's Halftime Team Talk, we're doing a Champions League preview similar to last week's NFL preview. We're going to go through all the groups, pick who we think is going to be the leading scorer in the Champions League, and players we're excited to watch, and then at the end, give our predictions for who's going to make the final and who's going to win. So for Group A, who do you have, Quinn? I have Atletico Madrid, and I can see them going deep in the competition because they have good players, and they're clutch, and that's what matters in this competition. And I'll put Monaco going with them. And you? I like the pick of Monaco, but I think that their team isn't the same as the team they had a couple of years ago when they won the French League. A lot of the players have been bought by other teams. So I'm going to go Atletico Madrid and Dortmund. For Group B, we're both going to put Barcelona through because that's a given. The other team that I'm going to put with them is Tottenham. And you, sir? I'm sadly going to have to put Tottenham through as well. As much as I hate them, they are a decent team, and they tend to do well in the Champions League. They, they've made it to the quarterfinals a couple times, so unfortunately i got to pick them. I'm sure Harry Kane will score a bunch of penalties to get them through, but that's just a... Do you want to why they're going through and deep? Because Harry Kane is money. I like how you say money and not world class. <laughs> but... Going on to Group C, this is a decent group with Red Star, Belgrade, Liverpool, Napoli, and PSG. Who do you think is going to top the group? I'm not doing anything alternative here. Liverpool is going to top the group. Um, PSG is going to go through with them. 
Like, Liverpool was in the final of this competition last year. And this is it's tough to win games in the Champions League. I think those two teams are going to go through, but I'm, I'm going to switch up the order. I think PSG is going to win it. Um, but I think Liverpool are better in knockout games than PSG. But I think that could change. Big question. Who has more goals in the competition? Neymar or Mbappe? I'm going Mbappe. I'm a huge Mbappe fan. Fair enough. Moving down the list, Group D. Um, who do you got here? Jeez, that's a bad group. That's the worst one. You got Galatasaray, Locomotive, Moscow, Porto, and Schalke. I think Porto for sure. I don't. I don't think so. I'm. I'm going with Galatasaray to win the group, and Schalke to come second. Do you know a lot about those teams? Not too much, <laughs> but but I'm judging off of the past, uh, like how they've done in the Champions League in the past. I'll take the other two, Porto, because well, they're the best club in Portugal. It's got to count for something. And Moscow, because I'm sure some of those Russian players from the World Cup, I'm sure at least one of them plays for Moscow. That's my that's my logic here. And they went deeper than people expected. Okay. <laughs> e. This is an another not so great group. I'm gonna go with Bayern Munich to win it. Because they're the only big team in the group. <laughs> They've got Benfica, Ajax, and A E K. Do you know what that means? What? I have no idea. Yeah, I've never <laughs> heard of them either. Man, we're starting to get some teams in the Champions League that are from middle of nowhere in Europe. They might need to switch up the, the rules for that a little bit. But I've got to go Ajax there. Quality team. Always. Yeah, you said it, those two. Group F. Man City's definitely going through. I'm sure you agree with that. Yeah, who's and your second team? I guess Lyon. Lyon? I'm going Shakhtar Donetsk. Going into Shakhtar Donetsk, they have some crazy fans. The atmosphere is nuts. It's, it's tough to get a win there. Okay, fair enough. I like it. Moving down the list. Another team from Moscow. Wow. Okay, so Real Madrid, they're through. Defending champions. You got to go Roma and Real Madrid for this group. Roma made it to the semifinals and almost to the finals. Yeah. So I'm going Roma and Real Madrid. That's going to be a great game to watch next time. I think Roma... Do you think Roma is going to come second? Like, Do you think there's any way they could win? Because Real Madrid... They did lose Mr. Champions League himself. Exactly. Well, if they beat them, assuming then we can assume they'll finish um, first. Because they're not going to lose to the air teams. So no, yeah, that's just their head saying. to head. Do you think Roma will finish top of the group? I'll do that. Roma one, Real two. Uh, yeah, I think. I think it they could happen. Win out of them. I think it could happen. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I'd bet on it, but I think there's a possibility. We're in our last group here. Juventus is through because they have the goat. Man, United is going with them, I think. I'm picking Juventus and Valencia. I don't I don't rate Man United that well, that highly this year. I think that the players don't really want to play for the manager. That is actually that's like getting to be like Arsenal was yeah, last year. Exactly. Man, is Arsenal not in the Champions League this year? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This is our second year straight in the Europa League. Kind of I'm still not used to it, but when you go in the Champions League for twenty straight years yeah, it's easy to get used to. Yeah, and I'm used to those round of 16 knockouts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have our teams through. Um, we probably just forgot half of them, but now let's just go down the list. So uh, who do you have in the finals? Who do you have winning? I'm going with two teams that have 
never quite gotten over the hump in the Champions League, and it's the one trophy that they're all playing for. I think it's PSG and Man City in the finals, if if the bracket works out that way. And I'm picking PSG to win. I think they have the star power now to do it. When was the last time a French team won the Champions League? When was the last time a French team had this much stardom on the team? No, I, this would be massive for France if they got the World Cup. It'd be an incredible year. It'd be... Oh, my God. People in Paris would be going nuts. Well, yeah, as usual, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Who do you have in the final? I'm going to keep Man City. No, actually, I'm going to take Liverpool. I'm going to put Liverpool in the final. Because, um, to me... Man City is the best all-around soccer club in the world. Do you agree with that? Top to bottom? I don't know about that. Who's better? It's tough to say because you really don't know what Real Madrid's going to look like. Real Madrid's midfield is just so solid. Oh, they have one and two for me. Those are the yeah, best two midfields. Modric and Cruz, and even Casemiro's one of the best holding mids in the league. Real Madrid also did p- pick up Thibaut Courtois, one of the best goalies in the world. So it's hard to say. But what they lost just cannot be replaced. Exactly. He holds every individual Champions League record. So his club is going to the final as well. Juventus is going to be there. And the reason I'm taking Liverpool over Man City is because I think the Champions League is weird. Because the best teams don't always come out on top. And it's about, like, Liverpool really showed last year in the Champions League, like, their big game ability. But I think with Liverpool and Man City is that sometimes when you focus too much on your league at home, like in the Premier League, you tend to not do as well in the Champions League. And that's why Liverpool did so well in the Champions League last year, because they only focused on the Champions League. Back in a few years ago, Chelsea finished sixth in the Premier League, but they went on to win the Champions League that year. So it it is a weird tournament that anything can happen. And I think that Liverpool have a solid chance at winning the Premier League this year, and they might be focusing too much on that. While Man City, it's the one trophy that they haven't gotten. So they're going to put all their eggs in one basket this year. Okay. I mean, it's a fair argument. I'm still going to go with Liverpool. And then Liverpool-Juventus final, I got my guy winning it. Um, that's uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, if you don't know, Quinn. That's the player of the tournament for me. Who's your guy? I'm having PSG win it, and my guy is Mbappe. He's going to be player of the tournament, top scorer, and he's going to go down. When he wins it this year, he'll be the best player in the world. You think so? Yeah. He's going to surpass Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, when he wins it. I mean, it's a fair perspective, but it won't happen. Um, and then, I don't know, any other players you're really excited to watch? I'd like to see how Ronaldo does at Juve. I want to see how Messi does in Spain with Barcelona being the favorite now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are the two two main people. I'm really excited to watch Mbappe, though. I, after watching his World Cup, he's got me super excited. And it's going to be interesting seeing the English teams because they... They have a solid chance. They do. Um, I'm excited for Harry Kane, my guy Harry Kane, to see if he can repeat some of what he did in the World Cup. What, are scoring penalties all the time and getting top scorer just because he scores penalties? Exactly. And um, and Tappins? Definitely Mbappe. And then the other two are given. Those are the best two players in the world. They have been forever. Yeah. And then I can't. Like, no one else really comes to my head. I'm just dying to see. It's going to be interesting to see uh, Man City, like, how they work out in the Champions League with Gabriel Jesus, Aguero, 
Leroy Sané. They have a lot of young talent that could really move on to being world-class players this yeah, year. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our preview, and we're going to move on to our closing bets. For our closing bets, Quinn, who do you have? Minnesota Vikings playing the Green Bay Packers. That's an absolutely huge divisional matchup. Just got the notif- notification on my phone. Rodgers is dealing with a knee sprain. He'll be playing. He wouldn't miss a game this big. I got Minnesota beating them. I think Kirk Cousins will show out. That defense is still the best in the league. Calm down this ridiculous Green Bay hype. My boys down in New England will roll through the Jacksonville Jaguars who picked up Corey Coleman this week. Apparently a large part of the reason we did it. He had eight catches against the Jags last year when he was in Cleveland, so we're going to use him right away. I think the offense is going to be explosive against that defense. And, yeah. Uh, I got the Atlanta Falcons bouncing back and beating Carolina. They should have won the game. Horrible play calling. I'd be very frustrated if I was a fan of that team. And then I got opening uh, day of the Premier League. I got Liverpool beating PSG. Going to be a great matchup. I think Liverpool will come in on top. And then we go over to the Premier League, and I think Tottenham's actually going to upset Liverpool over there in a game this week. Well, I think that last one is completely wrong, and that's uh, one of my closing bets. I'm picking Liverpool over Tottenham. I think they're going to get the away win, and they have too much firepower for uh, for Tottenham to handle, I, and I think that they're in another class It's uh, than Tottenham. I think that Liverpool and Man City are really in the top tier, and that Tottenham are just below in the next tier. My other picks, I've got the Yankees sweeping the Jays. I really have no... Uh, belief in the Jays these days. Uh, my other pick is I got to go with my boys from Arsenal over Newcastle. Should be an easy dub, but you never know with Arsenal <laughs> these days. Keep you on your toes. I'm going for a wild closing bet here as well. Uh, Lewis Hamilton to win uh, back-to-back Singapore Grand Prix championships. And to close out, I'm going out with my wild closing bet. It's in the Premier League once again. And I think that Watford are going to take Man United. Watford have been on fire these days, and United have not. They don't like Mourinho anymore. I think it. I love watching Mourinho struggle, and I can't wait to see him struggle again for another week. He has to get canned if they lose that game. Maybe. But <laughs> if he does, that's a topic for a later podcast. Absolutely. I'd like to say thanks again for listening, and enjoy your week of sports.